All right, all right, all right. Let's see what we've got. A podcast for the fellas. Ladies can listen if they're not too jealous. Three warlocks that like to talk. A destiny podcast that you will like. Okay, guardians, start your party. Get your weapons and move your body. A podcast comes by you wish to test it. But you in a tower like you with one dexter. Well, starts dropping, they starts popping. Grab your mic and hit the mute button. Now you know that you're in luck. The show is called Three Warlocks. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Three Warlocks Podcast. I am your host, one of your hosts, Vega, and with me I always have Snail and Ness. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing very well, thank you very much, my friend. Good, good, good. good. Week. I've had a good week when it comes to Destiny because I have not played it that much. In fact, I actually jumped on with you guys before we start the podcast to do that one mission, which we're going to be talking about it uh, here pretty soon. Um, other than that, I haven't played a whole lot of Destiny because, you know, life. Um, how's you guys' week been? It's been good. I've, I've played a lot of Destiny. I did take a break for a day and play Division, which was a nice uh, change. Mm-hmm. I think Destiny is what you make of it. So there's lots of things we moan about, but actually, I keep coming back to it, so it must be good. <laughs> What about you, Ness? Um, it was a good week. Um, I actually joined Snail in playing a little bit of Division, just to kind of break up the a little bit of the of the Destiny grinding. But no, I mean there there's a couple things that that they put out this week that is getting everybody excited. I know a lot of people in our clan have have completed um, the main mission for the Hawkmoon. So um, Destiny wise, it was a good week. Work-wise, yeah. I'm glad it's Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually uh, took to heart what some people were recommending. If you have that uh, Destiny fatigue, you know, take a little break. So I took some a little break, did some stuff, worked on a few projects. Uh, so that way, when I went back to Destiny, which I did, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Today, we're back for another episode. This is episode 14. We have a brand new TWAB. Can't say I'm excited about it, but it's always good when they write those for us on thursdays i guess <laughs> it gets us ready yeah. for the description like on the weekend <laughs> yeah. well i was expecting other stuff to be mentioned but they mentioned stuff but on today's episode we're going to be talking stuff. about that uh harbinger, harbinger uh, mission we're yeah. also going to be talking about mm-hmm. the things that are going to be staying at the end of year four in in destiny and we're going to be talking about Umbral Engrams. If you guys don't remember that, we will remind yeah. you. We're going to talk about Gilded Titles. What is that? We're going to talk about some known issues. And finally, we're going to hear a, ch- a really nice pep talk from our coach, <laughs> Joe Blackburn. And stick around for that. It's going to be fun. All right, guys. Let's get to it. Harbinger Mission. What you guys' thoughts on it? Yeah, I liked it. Uh, it's it's almost like <laughs> Destiny puts or oh, Bungie puts something out that's really good, and then then finds a way to ruin it for everybody. So we put out something really good, and then um, the triumphs didn't work, so no one can get the seal. Yeah, it was big. Yeah. it was buggy. Um, great job. Yeah, just how to annoy people quite quickly. <laughs> 
I mean, it reminded Fiesta. me of a um, like a little mini, not a mini dungeon, I can say, but oh, like those um, zero hour mission, whisper mm, mission, yeah. uh, but without yeah. the time restriction. I can yeah, imagine if that thing had some, right, yeah, right. if it had some time restriction, it would have been tough. I can only imagine yeah. that. But I had a, a, an interesting first experience where um, no one was around. So I went in and thought I'd just, just start the mission and see what happens. I got all the way to the, uh, the final boss, a couple of deaths along the way, a bit of uh, shouting and throwing my controls around. Um, got to the final boss. Two and a half hours later, I was still on that final boss. And then I had to put out the, uh, the bad signal to get uh, to Robin to, uh, to finish him off for me. I felt a bit, bit <laughs> downtrodden by that point. It's, um, it's hard. Well, I could testify that I was a bit uh, fatigued towards the end. No, it's a hard mission. I mean, the bosses and the ads are pretty tough. And, I mean, we can't forget about the jumping boss, which I, I know Ness had a little problem with that. That's probably the strongest boss in the whole mission, the, the jumping puzzles itself. <laughs> well, a jumping puzzle with a as a warlock main is fine. Yes. If you're a warlock main switching to your other characters because you have to get these feathers, it's a little bit more difficult. Yeah. So Sam, how'd you, you rage quit? So like, how'd you how'd you throw your controller? Did you did you get mangry, say sorry, and then like gently put it down? Is that's that the how one. You, yeah. That yeah. That's what I imagine. Yeah. That's what I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the mission is pretty much a continuation of the story of the Hawkmoon, I guess you could mm -hmm. say when it comes because you, you have to get more feathers, which it's pretty much the same thing from last uh, last mission. But the area where you go back into is similar to the first mission we did. You get to see where the crow was spending most of his days, uh, but then you go into mm -hmm. different areas, fight uh, various bosses. Um, I wish it would have had a little bit more of a storyline while you're playing it. But it didn't yeah. quite have that, which something that they probably missed on, which it would have been cool. Maybe yeah. explain something about the next season. Maybe give a little hint. Yeah, it just seemed a little bit dry. It seemed like here's a mission, figure out, do it. At first, you're kind of lost because it's almost like a giant little puzzle. But once you get the hang of it, you know it's it, it works out pretty fun. But I think I, but I think once you had a miss, right there. it didn't really link. None of the seasons linked together particularly well. Yeah. Um, it almost feels like the season was an afterthought uh, and Beyond Light was the main focus. But I, I guess we'll cover that and some of what we're going to say in about the 12, but carry on. Yeah. Well, um, that's a mission that's going to stick around. So that brings me to our, our next point. There's going to be some mm. things that um, are going to be staying in year four of Destiny all the way till the next expansion. And this is pretty much to please a lot of the people that missed out on certain events in previous seasons. Fell Winter's Lie is a good example. If you did not get that gun during the Fell Winter's Lie uh, season, which was, I believe, is a season of the Almighty. If mm -hmm. you, if, yeah, if you didn't get that shotgun, you were pretty much, you know, shit out of luck. And that shotgun really destroys in PvP. And it's also a pretty good PvE shotgun to begin with. But uh, let me run down some things that are going to be sticking around from the season of the hunt. Uh, the story missions will be there but they're going to be on a special little node on your director. So you'll be able to launch any mission from there. Wrathborn hunts are going to stick around. The door quest is going to be available. Crow is going to be a vendor on the Tangle shore. There's something weird about that. We'll talk about it a little bit later, but Crow's going to be in two mm -hmm. locations at once, which is kind of weird, but yeah. uh, the uh, Hawkmoon exotic quest is going to be available. So if you missed anything from this season, um, if you haven't jumped on in beyond light period, um, if you buy it, you're still going to be, 
able to get that quest until the end of the year. So if you buy it in the summer, if you buy it, you know, in, in, in late summer, you'll still be able to get that that quest for the Hawkmoon. Uh, the seasonal seals for Warden, the seasonal seal, excuse me, and Warden title are going to be still available, but there's going to be some little things that they're going to uh, fix on the, the dates on it. So you can, you can clear those up. And then also the, the deadline for the season, that's what I was talking about. The seasonal seal must still be earned by the deadline on, on the Bungie Rewards page. And then the, there was something blocking it, but now it's, it's available. You can get that seal. Yeah, they fixed uh, the seal tonight so people can uh, pick up Warden. They've not fixed the rest of the achievements. So you still can't do um, pick up all the feathers in one week to get yeah. one of the uh, the things, which is annoying. Um, okay. It's half half released again, isn't it? Half baked. <laughs> they're doing everything <laughs> so quickly. Uh, some of the things that I'm kind of sad about that are going away are going to be the bounties that Crow had. Those were mm. pretty awesome to get um, XP, and also I believe if you do some of them, you got a couple powerful powerful engrams yeah. um, out of them. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be uh, messages from the field. What is that? Remind me from what? What's... Um, didn't we get um, a couple of little messages that sat in my uh, postmaster and then I put in my vault? Oh, okay. Those are the ones that like you can delete them after you read them kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, weren't they from Osiris? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought I got one from Osiris. Okay, mm. that makes sense. Yeah, the seasonal artifact is going to go away like it normally does and um, the season pass. Like it normally does, but um, any any thoughts on any of this stuff that's sticking around? Any thoughts on anything? Yeah, I'm I'm guessing this is why we've done what we've done, removing the planets. Because if you think about it, by the end of this year in in Destiny, a year's worth of um, seasonal past stuff. That's a lot of content that's uh, clogging up the system. Just that alone from the the Crow mission is is a lot of content. Yeah. Um, and to clog it up with what might be, by the time we get there, what's that going to be? Um, another four, five seasons? Four seasons? Yeah. That's, that's a lot of extra content. So that's space I've had to make. And I'm not quite sure that is designed for everybody. For the majority of players, they won't want to do go back and do that type of thing. It's you know whatever the thing is there that's the thing people want to do. Um, there's the odd thing, like you said, with Felwyn's Lie that people might want to go back for. But if you think back to last year, it would only be Felwyn's Lie that people would have gone back for. That's true. I can't think of anything else that people would. So I don't think it's it's not something that I would say that the community wanted. Well, I mean, I guess they want to make things more accessible to, to everybody, I guess. Um, that's probably what I'm seeing. But like you said, what is mm. the point of going back and, and re-grinding or trying to go after the weapons that you already have? I uh, feel like I have a pretty good friction fire that I'm not mm-hmm. going to really replace. I feel like I have a, um, a pretty good blast butte um, crosshair. What is it? Crosshair? What is that linear fusion rifle Corsair, called? Corsair down? Yeah, cool. No, cool. I have a couple of good ones in there yeah. to begin with because I was able to farm the majority of them during this season because this season requires you to do, in order for you to get the seal, uh, where we're talking about mm. that, requires you to get a lot of kills with certain weapons that the crow has. And since he's not going to have any, uh, any bounties now, there's no point for me to go see him. Uh, and then I can just activate my lure from, from orbit. So I, I'm kind of curious what is his, his purpose going to be when he's either at the tower or next to spider, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm kind of confused with that. Yeah. I, I, that, that's another bit that um, concerns me is we've got crow uh, going to be in two places because of it being created before they decided to um, 
move Crow, mm-hmm. which, which suggests they've not planned a whole year out. It's kind of on the fly. Because why wouldn't you have already thought of that? Why all of a sudden are we going to have Crow in two places? I know they're saying they're going to fix that in future activities, but when yeah. they decided to keep this activity in place for a year, um, they'd already moved Crow. Well, I'm not being funny, but how late the decision was that to keep it for another year? Because they were talking about that six months ago. But if you look at it, they actually explain why they're doing what they're doing. It's completely FOMO. It's the fear of missing out. I think that they already had a general idea of how everything was going to go, but they didn't realize that the community was going to push back yeah. for a lot of the things that were wrong, for a lot of the things that they took away, and for a lot of the things that they said that they were going to do, but in the end, they did not. So... I honestly think that they are kind of patching everything together to just appease a majority of people that have been complaining. That's really the only reason. There's, I mean, we've dealt with that with the Dreaming City. I don't know if you guys remember, but Petra was in the Tangled Shore for a while, but she was also at the Dreaming City. And then they, it took like six months before they even patched that. So I honestly think that right now what we're encountering is just a lot of patchwork because they've made a lot of promises it's not being received well. So they're just trying to do what they can to just appease us, really. Yeah. I mean, the way I see it is that the game itself, it's growing. And with mm-hmm. every growth comes those growing pains. So this is probably what mm-hmm. we're seeing right now is these growing pains. But um, they're not hiding their mistakes anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, we messed up. Here's a quick fix or a patch. Oh, yeah. You know, and then they don't talk about what they fixed or what they the, the issue that's that's happening. They don't they don't address it to, to begin. Not with. till way later. They yeah. don't address it till like they are about to fix it. That's when or, they address or it. Or at all. I mean, there was people that were, you know, complaining yeah. about certain things on on Crucible, on Gambit and nothing gets addressed about it and then one day it's just you know magically fixed i'm like okay well i guess i guess everything's back to normal Mm -hmm. um we have to think about the same thing we've always thought about is that they're working in a not an ideal environment you know nobody's together uh things are being done separately and but uh, i don't know who's in charge of checking things before they go out (laughs) maybe focusing (laughs) focusing on that aspect will be would be actually beneficial for for the game. I mean, other than that, seems like they're 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 trying to go towards the future, or they're trying to pretty much go to their ideal plan. But while they're going there, they're trying to tie in all the little loose ends as they get closer to to the goal um, at the end of the, mm-hmm. the the end of year four. I guess they want to mm-hmm. bring the whole story to a, to an end. But um, right now, it's a bit confusing. Like Snail was saying, it's like Beyond Light has taken over the game. And then the, the Wrathborn hunt, so the season of the hunt, is just like very minor, which is a t- totally different the way it was in the beginning of uh, Forsaken. I'm sorry, uh, Shadowkeep. Shadowkeep was kind of yeah. like an afterthought. And the mm-hmm. uh, Undying uh, season kind of was like the main mm-hmm. focus of it, which is, we're not used to that. <laughs> we're a little bit confused. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's a little different. It's even weirder when it's all to do with Satherton, who's the big character that's taking us into another two years of destiny yeah. so it's a very low-key start mm-hmm. it feels yeah i mean when yeah. you finish the um hawk moon mission i want to say is it called the hawk moon mission when you it's the one that was super buggy you, harbinger you... oh yeah harbinger. harbinger. Yeah. 
the one that was all super buggy where you shot the little um the little cells the little balls and they wouldn't wouldn't oh, activate that's the so, um uh high celebrant mission high celebrant mission that was it it's still buggy still buggy but that was the end mm-hmm. of the culmination of that storyline of the crow but it seemed very <laughs> like i said it seemed very quick very unorganized well, it, you know they spent so much time having us get there uh, did you not notice like even with the harbinger it, it takes like 20 minutes to get where you have to get to yeah. before you get to do anything i mean i think in the beginning you kill a couple ads then you go through a portal kill a couple more ads you dam- you damage the boss and then you got to go through another port you got to get there i mean yeah you're taking more time of us actually getting through places before we even do anything. Yeah. And they apologized it for in, in this um in this twelve because um they they left the issue. So at the end of the mission for the high celebrant, you see Crow uh, and um Spider and Spider kicks Crow out of um uh his home in the Tangle Shore. And then what? literally two seconds later, you're sent back to speak to um, Spider who welcomes you in, even though he's just kicked you out. And uh, Crow's around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Still at home. <laughs> it's like, it's a great story. They're best friends. You can't separate that kind of friendship. Oh, man. Well, any points on that mission you guys want to bring out? Um, like I said, it's just, well, I'm trying to think of it. I mean, it's if you're wanting something amazing, this mission probably is not it. It is something fun to do every other day, I guess. Uh, there's triumphs for you to do it multiple times, mm-hmm. 10 times, 20 times, whatever. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a good mission to take new people through, which is kind of nice. Um, you can't really farm powerfuls or anything like that, I guess. Uh, you, you get to with salt memes a week. Yeah, yeah just a couple hot memes a week. Uh, yeah, actually, that brings me to another point we can talk about. What, what, how do you guys feel about having those random rolls on that exotic hand cannon? Um, so I do feel like a couple of the rolls do not benefit. So I was saying to the guys earlier that um, a couple of the rolls uh, improve aiming, but it's practically 100% aim assist anyway. Put the uh, hand cannon targeting on, you've got practically 100% aim assist. So then a couple of the perks would put that over... 100%. So actually the perk's rubbish because it wouldn't do anything extra for you. Correct. Um, and then you've got the hip fire grip, which confuses me com- completely because this is a precision hand cannon that you have to get seven shots with to then get the final shot to get uh, the Hawk uh, sort of um, screech high damage shot, which is brilliant, by the way. Uh, 97k damage from a primary hand cannon is brilliant. But but if I'm hip fire gripping because that's the mod I've got on it or the mod it, the role it got then that doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Bizarre. Who chose those um, particular perks? Because I don't feel like they're the best ones you can get. There are a couple of good roles. I, I quite like the uh, Killing Wind. Rangefinder is quite good, I suppose. Um, yeah, there's a couple of good roles. But some really pants ones. You know what? I mean, it's a start. It's an idea. I, I would like to see a mission. I mean, it can be this mission if they want to, you know, reissue it and maybe have a different um, exotic be featured where you can mm. get different roles on certain things uh, some exotics are pretty strong to begin with that they don't need any help with you know looking at you crimson you know looking at you sunshot graviton lance i mean if you have those pretty much with the catalyst completed they're they're monsters you know uh, vigilance wing 
but I would like to see some of the weaker ones get a little bit uh, some love too. You know, I mean, Skyburner's Oath. When's the last time you used that one? Not since uh, <laughs> the Red War. <laughs> yeah, there's no cabal uh, to kill. Yeah, cabal have disappeared. The, even some of the stronger uh, or some of the the I guess eye pleasing weapons that look really cool, like the malfeasance. That one should should get some some love too when it comes to you know some mm. some rolls here and there. Um, the idea is there. I like. I got, it. I got to say, when you've completed the catalyst on Hawkbeam, uh, so I finished it yesterday. It doesn't matter the roll, to be honest, because the catalyst makes it. Uh, it's literally instant aim. The reloads really fast when uh, you've got those uh, paracausal charges. It's it's, yeah. it's much better with the catalyst than it was um, alone. And I'm not really worried about the roll then because the catalyst is doing the work. Mm. What kind of roll did you get on yours, Ness? Or have you haven't had a chance to look at your Hawkmoons? Now I got a Killing Wind, Eye of the Storm. Actually, I think I got two Killing Winds and, an, and one Eye of the Storm. Um, you know, honestly, if, if you're a person who wants the, who likes to complete triumphs and you really like, you know, hand cannons or you just want something different to do, the Harbinger, I would recommend. But otherwise, uh, I, I don't think that the Hawkmoon's all that, especially since we, we already had it from the last time. I wish that they had actually given us something else besides another Hawkmoon. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, the um, the idea or well, what they're trying to do is is good when providing yeah. random rolls to an exotic. And this is the first time since Destiny 1 they've ever tried to do something like that, which is kind of cool. Mm -hmm. um, something that's farmable, though, not really. But if you do delete your exotics, you do get some little perks here and there. Then you get some enhancement cores, um, just depending on on which one you delete, I guess. Um, I've never deleted... You know, yeah. I feel like they broke the seal because now other people are going to, just like you said, they're going to be wanting uh, random rolls for the other exotics. Yeah. So they, I feel like they kind of messed themselves up. Yeah, They should have just left it alone. Yeah, but like I said, it's a start. It's something that, that, can, mm. um, that can be worked on. I guess it, it seems like this was like a trial. It. It's like a little trial. Mm. It looks like a little, and we're like the little guinea pigs trying this out, you know, which is kind of cool. They got, Guys. A, they got a lot of things to work on though. I got a list. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I have a uh, good news for you guys. Umbral Ingrams uh -huh. are back, baby. You guys missed them? No. Yeah. Snail loves them. Snail well, I was just saying to uh, to Vega as before we came online that the amount of time I spent running back and forth from the postmaster to the recaster to dump some more engrams to go back to the postmaster to delete the stuff I just got to go back to the uh, recaster to put some more in. What a nightmare. Yeah. Back in the day when we used to get humble engrams like cakes, I mean, they were everywhere. You just walked two steps and they were all over the ground. It was an issue because your postmaster was constantly full and you had to go mm -hmm. from one place to the other, like Snail said, to, to cash them out. Or I guess the word you're looking for is to focus them. Mm -hmm. So now they're going to be bringing them back. We don't know what kind of weapons are going to be in here, by the way. We still haven't. They, they didn't say anything when it came to that. Um, as far as we know, the uh, sun setting is still a thing. <laughs> Hasn't gone away. They haven't yeah. said it. Haven't said otherwise. But uh, what's interesting about this next upcoming season is these Umbral Engrams are going to be back. And they're going to be, um, I guess, once again, the FOMO, helping out the people that missed out on that specific 
season where you had the Umbro Ingrams. I liked them when they were first introduced because it gave you an opportunity to chase specific uh, weapons that you wanted, specific pieces of armor. And if they have that there, but also mixed a little bit of the um, Wrathborn Hunts um, lure thing where you can put certain, you know, certain perks on weapons. If they do something like that, they mix both of them together, I think it'll be an excellent, excellent way to get the pieces of armor you want. So you're finally going to get that freedom or that choice, uh, not leaving it up to RNG for you to get something to drop. Do you think we've come to a point where there's too much loot? So think about the stuff I'm deleting at the moment now, and then I'm going to get Umber Engrams on top. Have you not seen my vault? You should <laughs> and I'm confused around the armor and focusing to get the right armor roll. Um, and I know we spoke about this before, but every season you give me maximum rated armor that that lasts for a whole year, and yeah. then a few months later you give me another set of armor that lasts for another um, another three months after that. So why would I farm armor for specific rolls when you're giving me 66, 67 stat armor anyway? And I'll get raid armor that will drop at a decent high level um so I, I don't know why we'd want to focus to get armor i prefer to be focusing for weapons i guess more anything else yeah um mm. like you said armor it's kind of like a like a touchy subject when it comes to that i think if they were going to do sunsetting they should have just stuck to weapons i don't think well mm -hmm. i still don't believe sunsetting armor is, is a thing um i haven't tried the new way of the umbral ingrams i guess because they are going to have a small quest so they're going to show you how to, how to use them for those who haven't yeah. and um, which is account based so once you do it once you don't have to do it with your other accounts and most of us that played that season are going to be able to remember how to do it but once again the question still remains what kind of loot are we going to get because they specifically said what's not going to be involved in there that everything from mm -hmm. uh, last season season 13 what the crow had which is the weapons we're talking about, you know, the uh, friction fire, the scout rifle, which is the Royal chase. That's not going to be part of it. So that's all going to be tied with um, the allures. They're going to be tied with the crow. Mm -hmm. So what kind of stuff are we going to get in there? I mean, are we going to be getting some older stuff that eventually is going to be sunset to begin with? So that's either going to make people upset or depending on the gear and stuff that's tied to it, it's going to make them, make them happy. Well, the initial ones made people upset, didn't they? Because that was the start of um, uh, sunsetting when we got rid of uh, Annoying Hunger. Uh, and then uh, literally it appeared in the, um, the Umbral Engrams and we can get our Annoying Hunger back. Yeah. Um, so people had to farm for the same role. But they make, see, the problem with sunsetting, and that's an example of it going wrong, is if you sunset and then bring something back with new roles, then I understand. But with Annoying Hunger, they just basically put it back in with no new roles. Mm -hmm. So it was exactly the same gun you were grinding for again. And that's when it goes wrong. So I think they learned from that one um, with all the other stuff they brought back. So they put different roles on the weapons. Yeah. And they are, they actually said that it's not going to be as easy as it was to get them as uh, last, last time. I mean, they're going to make it a little bit harder. They said that, um, that they're going to be getting them from patrol strikes, crucible uh, gambit or um, the ordeal. And there's even a possibility where, say you're doing a nightfall, you kill a powerful, enemy during that nightfall you might get an, an, an umbral engram and then you might get it at the end of the the strike or the the, the nightfall itself too so that's kind of neat you get just possibilities just 
they just named all of the things in the game. <laughs> so you're saying, I'm not going to get it as much. I'm only going to get it if I play everything in the game. Well, they just it, named everything. You're pretty and much going to get it regardless. Remember last time, though, I, I stood in a forge for six days and got them just a standing still. So that yeah. is a difference. <laughs> so now I have to move. <laughs> yeah, the worst part is that you can't delete those engrams. Do you remember trying to delete oh, it them? It took forever. It was what, yeah. yes, just to do one. I got <laughs> to the point where I was like, I'm done. I'm just deleting them, and it was actually easier just to go back and forth from the trash can to the glory hole and just freaking get rid of them. There yeah. was no other way. Well, but yeah, they named everything. Yeah, as any any activity that you play, you're gonna have a chance to get these umbral engrams, mm. and then they're gonna bring back the prismatic recaster, which we talked about. That it's gonna come back as a kiosk, mm -hmm. which uh, now where all the kiosks are at in the tower, they're pretty close to the postmaster, which is cool. Oh my yeah. god, thank God! So we don't yeah. have to worry about running back and forth to get something like that. Yeah. Uh, there's a thing called the prismatic lens. Do you know much about that, Snail? Um, so yeah, that's um, the new way of unlocking different focusing options with the emblemograms. So uh, you'll un unlock it, and then you can target and narrow the collection of um, stuff you can you can get out of them. I, I guess uh, we'll see it live in in season. Yeah, so you, you earn that by doing various activities in the game. So again, you're playing those um, activities that you're going to get the engrams from to unlock your lens. Cool. So your level of excitement must be to a thousand, right? Yeah. I'm excited. Can you tell in my voice? <laughs> no, because you're British. I have to like, if I have to look at you and evaluate. If you look excited. Right. Do I? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I think I think it's the beer. Don't think well, how, the how are you going to be able to get these uh, prismatic lenses? I guess same thing from doing the um, core. Doing the activities. activities. Still okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gonna... yeah. They're going to fall with the yeah, it's it's the seasonal concept of um, we let you do the activities that you're going for again to get something. Okay, well that's true. <laughs> well, they don't want they're not going to make you grind for any other stuff. We talked about humble engrams. We talked about the prismatic um, recaster the lens. Now I know as we continue on the twelve, Bungie does not want you to regrind anything else. I mean, we don't know. Now let's talk about titles. They're going to well, be on the regrinding for the title. <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> and all it does is give us a different color. <laughs> That's my point. Oh, damn it. <laughs> this is a fun 12. Yeah. I'm so man. glad I only got <laughs> This is a fun 12, man. This is, I mean, what, what I, uh -huh. I, when I was reading this live when it first came out, I have a, a little thing on my phone that pops up every time Bungie posts something. I'm like, okay, cool. As I'm reading the first couple paragraphs, I'm like, okay, yeah, cool, whatever. No, umbral engrams. Okay, oh, that's kind of weird. That's not what I really wanted to see. Then you get start going to titles, and I'm like, okay, this is like definitely not what I wanted to see, but it's kind of cool. <laughs> and, I mean, it, and then I was hoping for more, and I just kind of like did like a little quick slide up in the computer and looked all the way down, and I was like, oh my god, that's it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Else. Oh man. Yeah. Well, let's talk about titles. I mm. have about one fifteenth thousands of the titles that snail has so snail mm -hmm. is is the the go-to man when it comes to titles mm -hmm. this is pretty much going to be something that's going to be awesome for people who are hardcore when it comes to getting titles and and and, and you know numbers and sets and and you know records yeah i think 
And the only titles that are going to be affected are going to be the Flawless, Conqueror, Unbroken, and uh, Dredgen. So these are going to be pretty much strikes or, you know, uh, ordeal, Grandmaster, do you have, people, do trials, you have, uh, Crucible. And, you guys uh, have Dredgen, right? Yes. Do you guys have yeah. Dredgen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have the others? I don't. I am pretty close to get Unbroken. I think I just have to go 55 once and then the other ones flawless and conquer i'm not even i'm not even going after them <laughs> i mean no. I so, conqueror i've never been interested in because the reward for doing those um nightmare nightfalls is not not great next season when we've got the ability to get um the um adept yeah uh, versions of the weapons from from those i'd be interested in doing um although when you start to read the seal bit and say it only lasts for a year, uh, I then question the fatigue you're going to put on on players because there's some pl- some players I won't mention any names um, that will try and get every um, seal they can, uh, and if you're expecting them to do it again and again, the same thing. So, for example, a conqueror every season is a conqueror title. So once you've done it once, why would you want to do it again? Because I've got a seal that says I'm I'm the conqueror. And I think they've missed the boat when it comes to to that. I quite like the idea of a, a gilded um, title, um, but I don't want it to go away after a year. Um, and if I've yeah. done, you know, Conqueror uh, three seasons in a row, then I'd like a, a different colour seal that said I'm better because I've done three in a row, as opposed to having the same one everyone else has had um, just because mm-hmm. they've done it once. Does that make sense? Yeah. And a reset. So we grind for dredging every season. Then it'd be nice to have like a different color one for somebody who's got dredging from year one, for example. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but why yeah, only I, those three titles? Don't know. Titles? Don't know. Um, or four. They're the ones that are always there, aren't they? Because the other titles come from the season. So every season will have a title. Every yeah. uh, new DLC has a title. And then the other ones are ones that um, are just ones that you get once, usually. Um, but by making them so you can grind them again, I guess, gets people to do those activities again. So people play Gambit more to get dredging. But we I just guess. heard that we're going to be keeping the Warden title title till the end of year four. How come you just didn't do that with that as well? I mean, there's people that enjoy doing the war, uh, the, the Wrathborn hunts. And then mm-hmm. not to mention the raids. How come they didn't touch any of the raid titles? I mean, people do raids a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody who does it a lot. <laughs> I know somebody who did 26 runs on uh, Deep Stone Crypt but still haven't got eyes of tomorrow. He's not bitter about it. That's you, right? <laughs> no. There's someone who's done it 20, 24 friend? times and not got it either. Yeah. I, I think I've done it like 20 friend? times. I haven't gotten it either. Um, I, I run it with the same character <laughs> half of the time, so I'm not even trying. <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem <laughs> well at the end of this um, explanation of everything that's going to go with the got the um, gilded titles Bungie wanted to have our our feedback I know Snail brought out his feedback about why do this and then it's going to go away at the end of the, the year you know you want it to be a little bit longer um, they showed a couple little pictures of what's going to look like Ness brought out that it's going to be I guess brighter and you know, it's going to be something above your head. They mentioned that's going to have some sort of a number or how many times you gilded the, the title itself. Um, I would like to see maybe an emblem associated with it, special emblem that mm-hmm. only people mm-hmm. who have gilded the, the titles uh, more often will get. So that way that 
doesn't go away at the end of the season. For example, say you gilded your title twice, you get a special emblem. Five times, you get another one. Ten times, I mean, those are specifically rare ones. You know what I mean? Something like that. Yeah. When people are walking by mm-hmm. in the tower and they see you, just look at the name. Oh, my, oh my God, this guy went. He has the flawless titles times 10. He has the conquer titles times 10. That's going to bring people's eyes out. And that will be kind of cool. But the emblem has to catch your eye, man. It has to be cool. It has to shoot. I mean, have you, have you guys played any of the uh, Call of Duty series franchises? Um, they have titles on them or like not, not titles but like little emblems on them and some yes, of those things I like, like those. they yeah. move they're they're animated i mean come on bungie <laughs> i mean if they can do that for for call of duty franchise i mean how come you guys can't do something like that maybe not all of them maybe some specific ones and then maybe tie them tie them to the um gilded titles what do you guys think about that yeah that's another good <laughs> idea I, I almost feel like this this is a throwaway thing in in um swap it's it's almost like here's what we're thinking we're not really thought it through give us your feedback rather than do it then everybody kick off yeah well honestly i i have actually no desire to do that i mean those uh those titles were actually you know a lot of work to to get done to have a number on your head uh, i think i agree an emblem would be nice Maybe even, um, what's that that you put in your armor? Because um, if, I mean, if you see, yeah, what's that? A glow or something that you've done it, like they've done with them um, like being flawless in trials? Yeah, or the decorative thing. Because, I mean, when you see somebody wearing trials gear, you know that they're from trials gear. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know, that's what they're playing. It, they've gotten some specific, like adept now weapons. Like, you know, okay. That person's serious. Something that just kind of stands out, not just a number. It would it would be nice if it was gear or some sort of decoration or something. Weapon. Remember, like in mm-hmm. D1, you would do the nightfall and you would have this glow over your head if you did it at a certain amount of time. Yeah. So, in D2 I mean, as well, when you um you did the nightfall, didn't you? You had the uh the glow if you put the um emblem on. Yeah, the aura. Yeah. We took it away. Chroma, for some aura, reason. I think it's called aura or chroma. I forget what it's called. Yeah, hmm. yeah I that's actually. It on my head, though. That's Majestic. a good suggestion, though. I like that. That's a really good su- suggestion with that. Or even a um, I'd say just go with some something like a gear, like you said, like a specific set of mm-hmm. gear or armor that you can only get it from you know doing that title over and over and over yeah. and get, build it and stuff like that. So these are pretty good, pretty good ideas. Um, the concept of it, I know what Bungie's trying to do. It's trying to kind of entertain the people that go flawless every week, entertain the people that do the ordeals, the Grandmaster ordeals every week, trying to give them something to shoot for. Uh, but honestly, those guys were going to do it without the anyway. title or not anyway. So mm-hmm. you said it's, it's kind of like a miss, another miss yeah. by Bungie there. My thoughts. It's on a that. regrind. It's yeah. a regrind. I don't consider it a regrind because they were going to do it anyway. So it, it, they're not regrinding anything. They're just well, going to do it, right? No, but um, for the guild, yeah. for the gilded titles, you're you're regrinding. Um, why not just open up the other titles that people weren't able to get and let them do that at a certain time frame? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If they would just kind of, I mean, they do it all the time where they, as far as like the nightmare hunts, they change you know, weekly, which ones they're going to put out, change seasonally, which ones you're going to open for the titles that people haven't gotten. 
I mean, I think that would be cool. I want undying. <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. going to write that. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's interesting. So there's, um, there's been a lot of um, community feedback over the recent weeks about the state of, um, of destiny. Um, and one of the things that um, came up was a video from I Frostbelt, who uh, went through all the um, uh, videos, the Vidocs, um, since Forsaken, watched them all back to back and listened to what Bungie said in each one. And then look through some of the um, the twobs that were released around uh, launches and stuff. And the amount of stuff that Bungie said they were doing and haven't produced or have but ad hoc is is astounding. And uh, the the seasonal artifact is a really good example because when they initially launched that in one of the seasons, it was like three or four seasons back now. Mm-hmm. The the divide doc said that. Um, the fourth column should feel like you've got an exotic piece for your armor. Well, we all know that's not been the case because I don't use the fourth column <laughs> ever. Yeah. Um, and none of them felt like an exotic piece to my armor. So it's kind of oversold and underdelivered. Uh, and as you go through all these different viadocs and twobs, the amount of things we've said before, I, I don't think half these things will happen. So like we look at this one, I'm sure by the time we get, the seals update, it won't look anything like they've mentioned in this 12. So we have to take a lot of these things with a pinch of salt because the amount of feedback they get, uh, I suggest that they get swamped with what's good and not good. And then we get a, a half attempt to edit because they try and listen to too many people uh, rather than a real focused bit of uh, work. Yeah, of all the artifacts that we've had, and I, I can't even name you one. I don't even know what this one looks like, honestly. <laughs> and I go through it all the time. I, I know one of them was a sword. And well, um, whatever. Uh, out of all the ones that we've had, the only thing that I do remember that was nice and they made me feel powerful was Oppressive Darkness. Yeah. And, and nothing has mm-hmm. produced anything like that here in the future or before it. I just feel like that's if they do something similar to that. Um, that was tied to avoid a class item, but uh, I mean, now you can do arc, solar. I mean, stasis. I'm pretty sure the next, the next artifact might be stasis related, depending on where we go, or I don't know, depending on what it is. But I just yeah. like you said, you just don't feel as powerful. Uh, it doesn't help you or benefit you sometimes no. to even have I think that. The artifact has become um, something to deal with the champions, which I feel should be something that's already in game, not something that comes from an artifact. Yeah. Because you're misusing the artifact by just using it for champion mods, which is the majority of it is. Uh, I think the first column is all champion mods. The third column gives you um, currently grenades back on champion kills, melee back on champion kills. So really it's um, a champion-based artifact, which it shouldn't be, because the whole point was to make us feel more powerful. My question is, out of all of the community feedback we had, how many thousand pages reports of people's angry rants about titles did Bungie receive? I mean, I'm going to take a wild guess here and, and say nobody really asked for this, right? No. <laughs> it's just really odd. Because I, I like the way the titles are at the moment. Um, yeah, you can make some changes and make them even better. But the suggestions they're making isn't the direction I would have gone. It's completely opposite of what I would have gone with. Yeah. Strange. I I have, like I said, five or six titles. And on my, my Warlock, I put Chronicler. That's it. I never remove it. I don't want to put anything else on it. So I'm not like a guy that goes to 
through, you know, titles and starts moving them and changing them. On my Titan, I have Almighty, you know, because they're they're tough. I mean, it's fitting. Um, I cannot find one for sneaky cheater underhanded uh, underhanded um for my hunter i just can't find that i mean well hopefully i can i can earn it in the future but anyway that's a different topic for a different day uh, but right now my, my hunter doesn't have a, a a title man i mean like i said i couldn't find any of those those things in there um oh runs away from fights that one's would be a good one yeah. but they don't have yeah. that one there anyway they don't have that invisibility yeah they invisibility. don't have that yeah. Dodge, ooh, what, dodge one. Yeah, let me dodge or shatter dive. What would that title be called? A title for a hunter. There you go. That's a good question. What, what would be a good title for a hunter? Sneaky. Lurker. Sponge. <laughs> Come down. There you go. Come down, you grasshopper. <laughs> Any other? I questions? had a great uh, message uh, midweek. You'd have loved from our favorites, um, Hunter who um, I turned the Xbox on, as you do, and then I was having a conversation. And then um, I got a, a ping from um, our favorite hunter friend saying, um, can you help me in game? And I was like, yeah, I'd help you after my phone call. Uh, and he said, uh, oh, great, because I suck. And this is from Peak. Peak never says he sucks. <laughs> That's the name of the title. I suck. It should be called Peak. That's a good title. Peak. Peak. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Oh, poor guy. I'm sorry, Pete. We're just we're joking with oh, you. Sorry, Hunters Pete. are okay. Sorry, um, Diesel. Hunters are fine. Any, sorry, teacher. Any other questions or any other concerns on titles um, before we move on to the no. next point? No. I mean, cool. The only one that I may even try to get because I play Gambit every once in a while is probably Dredgen. That's it. Yeah, I mean, if it's worth it, know. I'll probably go after it. If it's not, there's no point to it you know try to go after the new ones like you guys were talking about mm. um there's some known issues guys Ness, this is your favorite part of the twab oh, man, you know, <laughs> let me tell you the ones that i think are important okay because <laughs> there's a lot of them that just mm. so they're investigating an issue with sony where the playstation user can't send invites to the companion first world problems that's or Sony? Sony? Good Sony. Who the hell cares? PlayStation. <laughs> um, the Birds of the Feather Triumph not unlocking when players are completing the Harbinger activity. Yeah, that one actually kind of bugged me because that actually happened to me in Snail. Um, the Augment lockout timer uh, resetting during the final encounter against Tanix. Thanks, Reggie. Thanks. Do we, have, uh, <laughs> do, we have time? do we have time to talk about our Tanix story or no? Yeah, I think we should because that's quite entertaining. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I decided to leave work a little early and I'd be like, hey, guys, let's get Rob his title. Rob is one of our clanmates that plays with us and he's one of the persons that's the closest to getting his title or his seal for the raid for the Deepstone Crypt. So one of the things we need to do is to, I believe, is pick up cores and deposit the cores but only one person has to do it on tanix mm-hmm. hence the word tanix okay so we did the raid we did the raid fine we actually did the other um the other copies of copies achievement yeah copies yeah. achievements for it copies of copies we did that one that one took us a little bit of time then we made it to tanix um the very end lost tanix which is i believe his name is something totally different it's not even tanix it's like tonics the abomination of, of yes, madagascar is. whatever the hell his name is <laughs> so 
we're over here doing this 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 thing that you know you know somebody picks up the scanner somebody picks up the operator the other person you know picks up the um suppressor so the scanner's looking all right it's you know it's over here it's over there so i was in charge of grabbing the balls and deposit them we've we came close a lot of times and it was it was fun it was actually stressful and and do mind mind about this we're actually playing in california my time it's like seven o'clock eight o'clock so i can only imagine what's it must be like wednesday afternoon over there where snails at i mean i don't know it was four in the morning and i was very tired by the end my humor level dropped in the last two hours so I'm trying to pump snail up. I'm like, hey, snail, come on, man. This is the the, the raid you're gonna get your eyes of tomorrow. So we're we're gonna do this, and we're getting plus we're gonna get this this achievement, and and, and boom, you're gonna get the seal in one single single raid. And you know, he we we're getting pumped up, and sure enough, after lots of mess ups, lots of 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 almost doing it, we finally did it. I was able to deposit all eight cores myself where they were going to go and the boss was destroyed waiting congratulations you beat the raid for the week congratulations we're all happy. as a clan congratulations you know that's it no <laughs> triumph once again I'm, I'm i'm sitting there waiting i'm waiting for snail to scream with joy i'm like hey i got the eyes of tomorrow I'm exotic none of that happened either well we decided to call it a night and as we are all going back to bed, hopefully, um, I decided to look up that that um, the, the like that triumph. I decided to look it up online, and sure enough, it was in the wrong place where we were supposed to get it at. <laughs> so, and as, as soon as I looked it up, I looked at our Discord page, and everybody was like, "We were at the wrong spot. We were at the wrong spot. We were at the wrong spot the whole time." Ah, that was that was sad. I felt so gross <laughs> because we. A raid that normally takes us on a good day, a raid that normally takes us maybe 45 minutes, maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, worst day, an hour and 20 minutes, right? I mean, it's yeah. within an hour. It took us yeah. two and a half hours to do that raid. I mean, and and we were tired and we were, well, but you know what? I was, yes, but I was, I was, I was happy I did it with friends people i love and care about so don't hate me guys for forcing you guys to do that i had fun uh, i also learned that i didn't need any weapons to do the suppressor um so i just ran with um all dps double shotgun <laughs> ross you need to need to suppress i'm like i just throw a grenade it's fine just throw a grenade. yeah yeah jesse, jesse um since we're you know we're confessing and stuff like that um there was a point where Snail like messaged me and said he was gonna baby shake everybody. <laughs> I think that was really cute though. Never said that. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you. He, was, he went through a rant. It was a proper rant, uh, grammatically correct. It was a consist, <laughs> uh, but it says something about baby shaking. Oh, that was so much fun. Woke up the next day and I was thinking about it at work. I was like, it was, it was an experience, and it was a story to tell and look at us we're just we're telling it right now mm. so don't do that my, my favorite experience of the whole raid had to be when um uh i financed pick a ball up because i'd been deactivated so i was uh running to the nice little uh section and i was going oh i'm gonna gonna die seven um eight and nine and whilst i'm saying this next to me is stood rob and uh, he's looking at me 
Right. Rob, are you going to take the ball? No, no, nothing. Nine. I die. Then he goes, oh, I thought I got the ball in time. <laughs> you waited till nine? <laughs> <laughs> and then he put it in. And we're like, then no! Then he put it in. <laughs> we're like, Rob, oh, why? Jeez, man. <laughs> he felt so bad. <laughs> oh, that was fun, man. That was that was a fun, fun night. I mean, when little things like that, I mean, we're going to get this. We're going to get this. Snail's, we're just, you know, we're, we're just upset with the whole situation. But Snail is going to get his rocket launcher. Ness is going to get it. I'm going to get it. Rob's going to get his seal. But the, that story is going to stick with me for, for a long time. It was just, <laughs> we were at the wrong, wrong, wrong place at the mm. wrong time, I guess. But the um, thing is the room we're meant to do it in, that uh, descent challenge. Would have been um, so easy. It was the one we were messing around in and everybody kept nicking each other's buffs. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that was all my fault because I, I assumed I knew what I was doing and you guys were like, all right, Vega knows what he's doing. Let's go. And I was like, all right, guys. And I, I, I felt like a freaking captain, you know, I'm like, all right, guys, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do this. Sure enough, in theory, and I'm, I'm, I'm upset at Bungie. Dude, that should be a freaking challenge. That was challenging. <laughs> that was extremely challenging. Do you know how far Great it is to that. go from number six all the way to number two. I mean, that's that's some distance. And you're telling me now, in order for for us to do that challenge, you have to do it on that spaceship where the there's only four areas to deposit the. That's mm-hmm. simple. So easy. So easy. Oh my God, dude, that was I was so mad. <laughs> All right. Well, let's continue on on some of the known issues. Yeah. Sorry about that. I just went on on a tangent. That's what we do here sometimes. Um, I mean, that was better than talking about the known issues. Just the ant. <laughs> um let me see they're investigating some issues um with the black blight orbs behind the high celebrant um one yeah, over we the side arms yeah, yeah we talked about that uh, let me see what else um the plates in the puzzle room uh for the shirochi encounter in the last wish sometimes won't work so which is weird because nothing from the old stuff should not be working right now yeah um, that's true but um the rest of them are just kind of little little things here and there i don't think i mean unless you see something that is completely important now i I don't really i mean the most no they fixed the important one straight away which was the uh the one that was stopping people getting the seal um and this whole season seals have been an issue um firstly the one from um, europa splintered because they um purposely put a gap in to delay people getting it for no reason whatsoever and then um the warden seal that had the hidden um triumphs in um, and then they got released and then they didn't work. It's just seal heaven. Well, I can tell you some of the known issues are not there. I mean, uh, there's no anti-cheat detection mm-hmm. that we got. No, there's there's no uh, PvP community feedback or PvP things that they want to talk about. Anything about uh, why is it taking 25 raid completions to not get a rocket launcher? I mean, there's nothing like that, so... And and they even specifically said that um, uh, your chances, percentage chances go up the more you do the raid. Correct. I don't think that's true. How many times do I have to do it? Yeah. Does it go 1% at a time? I don't know, but it's not working. Guys, I mean, the only thing I can say about this as we come into a close, because the TWAB was fairly thin, it wasn't as meaty as we wanted to see. Uh, we're hoping that maybe the next two, I believe there's two left before the next season starts. The previous swap was okay. It was, it was, it was nice. This one was just like, 
out of left field. I don't know what the hell they were ta- doing on this one. G- guided titles and umbral increments. I don't know. Anyway, feels like to me like we are a team, right? <laughs> Us players, we're a team. We're like a, a like a, I'm gonna say football team, soccer team. I don't know. Stan, what what, what sport is popular over there? You is it football? Football. Yeah, we play we play football, the real football. Football. Okay, we're a no, football team. Okay, and mm-hmm. we are down by 15, 15 points. I mean, is that realistic? If a team was down by fifteen points, that that would be a pretty hard comeback, don't you think? In football, it would be in uh, football because we don't have points; we have goals. Goals. So there you go. Or quits, if someone was or... winning fifteen nil, I think the other team would have gone home. Okay. Well, <laughs> bear with me. I'm trying to, to create this okay. picture. We are a football team that is down 15 nil and Bungie is our coach and they're trying to motivate us um, to, you know, to keep playing. Okay. But uh, Bungie right here is going to be represented by Joe Blackburn because he had something really special to say. So right now we're at halftime. We're down 15 zero. How are, how is Joe going to pump us up? Because there's no, we can come back. What, what, what would he, what would he be saying right now? Last year, I said destiny's best days are ahead. Seeing what's coming, I believe this more than ever. But we have to work to do to get there. 2021 is going to be a little different for destiny. Take some time to validate our plans, but expect the state of destiny 2021 next season. Eh? Eh? I feel it. You, you feel it? Yeah. I don't change your accent, accent in the middle made it for me. <laughs> I don't know what accent I use. I think it was maybe the German accent. I don't know, but I went with it. And it feels good now. I feel better. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm pumped up. Thanks, Joe. It's 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 like <laughs> oh man, that's that's pretty hilarious. But it's it's honestly it's kind of hard to get pumped up when your team is down 15-0 and you know Joe's coming out here to motivate us. I mean mm-hmm. maybe he's right. And he's just giving us he's giving us iced tea, you know. Yeah, he's the maybe, Gatorade home. Maybe he's right. Maybe, you know, maybe we're gonna be disappointed once we get to it. Maybe their idea of the changes that they're gonna make is going to be something that we may may like may not like. But um I like his his um I guess his inspirational speech that he gave there or his his uh, words. I mean the best days are still ahead of the best days of destiny is still ahead of uh, ahead of us, but uh, ahead of us is slowly creeping up, man. Ahead of us is coming mm-hmm. up pretty quick. So next season is going to be. I mean, I hate to use that word, uh, make or break season. I guess you know, mm-hmm. make make or break destiny, uh, because after Curse of Osiris, I mean, the, <laughs> the expansion that was the make or break. Uh, of destiny whatever came after that because it was it was at the lowest point that's probably the lowest point of destiny uh right now there's just so much stuff to do that you don't even know what to do it's 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 misguided it's uh uh, people are not happy with stasis people are not happy with pvp Uh, people are not happy with a lot of things and they have this vision and honestly we need to see it pretty soon man we need to see this vision quick Mm because it's going to be hard for us to come back from 15 nil yeah it kind of feels yeah. like 2021 is going to be a write-off. Hopefully, no. I mean, it, started, it started good, but I mean, I feel like if you're going to make promises, you you've got to know that it's going to work, and you've got to do them. But mm. we're not we're not seeing that. We're not getting that, which is disappointing because I was really excited for this year. 
Yeah, and I, we come back to, I know we've mentioned at the beginning that um, we're saying they're working in extreme circumstances. Yeah. A lot of businesses are, we've got, we've got COVID, but they work with computers um, and they expected us to pay money um, for them to work. They're not a charity. Um, if they couldn't produce what they needed to produce, then they needed to do something different. I work for a business. We've had our struggles with uh, COVID, but we're in a far stronger place than we've ever been as a business coming out of it. So I don't understand how they're not in that position. Yeah. Is this expansion the first one? And I'm talking about uh, Beyond Light. Is this the first expansion when, where Bungie is by themselves without the backing of um, like a like a larger like a larger well, studio? This is no, the I... first time they've been able to tell the story they wanted to tell, which is why we've had some really good stories because we've had them written for a long time. Oh, okay. Well, D1 was D1. Were they with Activision on D1? I think they were with uh, Xbox. Or the Microsoft. Microsoft was the one that yeah. kind of helped them out a little bit. Then they went yeah. towards a PlayStation exclusive after a while, right? Yeah. Or maybe yeah, I'm thinking about that. Yeah. They had backing. Yeah. They had constant backing throughout the whole thing. I mean, they had a um, couple of studios came come in and and help them out, do a couple of stories. Some of the Fell Winter Lies uh, quest. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the um, quarters of time, I believe, um, mm-hmm. part of it, and then the. What was Ada's thing where you had to shoot things with different guns? Forges. Wait, yeah, forges. You had to shoot about Naobi Labs. Yes, Naobi Labs. There you go. That was something mm-hmm. that a different studio came in and helped them out, which it seems to me like when they get help from other studios, man, they do some pretty knockoff stuff. I mean, like you said, the storyline is second to none. Storyline is good. Mm. But the man, Forge was amazing. I quite like the Forge season. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they have a lot of cool things. But don't say that, Snail. Please don't say, oh, my God. Now they're going to bring everything back from the know, Forge Stop season. it. What's now they're going to bring every single Forge weapon back. Oh, oh, my God. The bad juju of Snail. Oh, my. Are we going to see a blast furnace oh. creep up? Uh- <laughs> yeah. You know what? You know what he did? We were playing Harbinger, and he goes, I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to do it um, undying. Dude, he landed and died. He, you have something. You need to stop saying things like that. Let's, let's clarify that. I, I did land. I spawned into the adventure. I stepped two centimeters forward and yeah. literally died with nothing around me. Because you said the thing. You don't say the thing. Oh, if you're going to put like an undying thing, thing into uh, a challenge, can we at least not die on spawn? Listen, you don't walk outside and go, hey, I'm glad it's not raining because everybody knows it's going to rain. rain. Yeah. Hey, I live in Wales. We step outside and it's raining. I usually go outside going, thank God it is raining. <laughs> Otherwise it wouldn't be Wales. Mm. Oh you my God, that's awesome. There'd be oh. no water in England if it wasn't raining in Wales. <laughs> any other any other thoughts on this uh, twab, this well, twab? I saw the, now mind you, I didn't read it because, well, this is a snail's job. Um, the lore corner, um, the Os- Osiris thing and the Sagira um, message. What's that about? Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we probably all know now that Sagira is um, dead, but the, um, yep. the interesting thing that came out of that for me, and it, it was a, it's another lost story. And I kind of think we could have had it in game because Osiris has been stood in the tower all this time. Um, which is a bit confusing because you just stood there doing nothing. But uh, what we learned from that uh, particular bit of law reading is uh, there's a campaign 
to give uh, Asari something to do. Uh, and Sagira's message was uh, to say he's not he's not as strong as he thinks. Uh, and Osiris has always been one of those people that's kind of gun ho and just goes and does things. And then Skira's has always been there to pick up the pieces, but now she's not there. So there, there, there is, um, there's been a campaign for giving him something to do. Um, and uh, Savala signed off that uh, he would become uh, an assistant advisor Vanguard. So he's um, the current replacement for Kate, um, oh. which is interesting. So yeah, I we all speculate that we'd have um, the crow, the crow yeah. replaced, but it seems that Osiris is um, now that replacement. So I'm sure we'll see that play out in the future, but it feels like it could have been played out better in game rather than hidden just in December. This happened. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know Osiris was a hunter. I don't know. He's not. He's not. He's a warlock. He's a warlock. How is he get? Okay. Okay. Sure. So he's another warlock vanguard. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, sorry, assistant. Yeah. Vanguard. I mean, that kind of makes me think about what's going to be the crow's role in the future, Mm -hmm. which is kind of kind of interesting. Which is nice. I I always assumed he was going to be the vanguard um, for the hunters. I mean, Shahan's there. I know some people feel strongly feel strongly about him not being the vanguard, (laughs) the vanguard for the hunters. (laughs) But. yeah, I mean, other than than that, I think that's that's pretty much the the episode, the show. Bungie has a history of around this time, usually about a couple of weeks before the season um, drops. They either shoot out a little snippet, a little video, a little trailer. So we're going to be expecting that maybe within the next couple of days to come. I'm thinking it may be mm-hmm. maybe Monday or Tuesday of next week. You, you'll you'll see something. Maybe Thursday, right before the twab, and it, it'll tie tied to it there is one scene that i still look at a little clip that i still am excited for and that's the only thing that's holding me from keep playing (laughs) destiny to the next season there's a scene of osiris there's a scene of savala and there's a scene of a bunch of cabal around them looking at a map and they're trying to figure something out and i think we're going to be getting that scene this upcoming season. I think something is scaring the Cabal to the point that they need the Vanguard's help. And I think Osiris mm-hmm. has something to do with that. And um, that's kind of the thing that kind of p- piques my interest on that. Um, you know mm-hmm. which clip I'm talking about or which video I'm talking about, guys? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm, yeah. Hoping, I'm hoping we might see that storyline here pretty soon because Sabathun, man, she's coming. And they're making her sound more scarier than Crota, more scarier than Oryx. I mean, from the stuff that uh, uh, my name is uh, Bife. Is it Bife? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, from yeah, the, yeah. the lore stuff that he, he brings out on her, she's pretty ruthless, man. She's pretty, pretty hardcore. So um, I'm looking forward to that. But like Who's I said, scared her off in the, um, the mission Harbinger. Well, yeah. No storyline on that one. Huh? It was just like, she left. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't stick she around. Wasn't... End of story. I don't know. <laughs> Guys. Guys, go play Destiny. Go play other games if you feel like it. But yeah, go play Destiny. I mean, if you have a problem with anything when it comes to you feel like you're being kind of too repetitious, if you feel like the game is is getting stale, take a little break. We did. We do. Helps out a lot. Uh, Especially right now since the last couple weeks of the season. I think Bungie is focusing on next season. So it's going to be a lot of the rinse and repeat stuff 
Go get those clears on the raid. Go get those clears on the Harbinger mission. Um, do your stuff. And like always, you can find me online. Xbox, that is. My gamer tag is Vega6417. You can find me on Twitter, which is Jasubius. That's my handle. And you can find me on um, Instagram as well. I have an Instagram. Uh, I should be posting some more stuff there that has to do with Destiny. And that's under Triple Vega. And I'm Wooden Snell, 2268 on Xbox. Um, you can find me on uh, Twitter under my real name, Ross Heath. Uh, but use the three Warlocks uh, Twitter if you can. Warlock at Warlocks3 if you search for that one. Um, I'm on Instagram on um, Wooden Snell1. Apparently it was another one. God damn it. Um, I'm on uh, Twitch and on um, YouTube um, under Wooden Snail because there's only one of them. Oh I don't God. know why there were so many on Xbox. Um, but that's where I am. So come come and find me. All right. My name is Lynness one <laughs> on Twitch and Xbox. And I'm under Genuine Apathy on Instagram for our clan. Yeah. Be on the lookout on our three Warlocks Twitter. We're going to be having some special guests in the near future. So the calendar will be there, which will be awesome with that here pretty soon. I think there's nothing else to say. Anything, any final thoughts before we go, guys? Um, any Anybody else you guys uh, want to call out? I'm interested in uh, watching us go through the um, Harbinger mission for the first time as, uh, as the three of us. I'll be posting that on uh, YouTube in uh, the coming days. So look forward to watching us do a boss fight with Ness still jumping in the background. <laughs> all right guys this was episode 14 that was fun there's nothing else we can say but always remember when in, when Rome. in Rome baby